Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz, are you ready? Oh, Jody, you know I am. Woo, how are you? I am good. And you? Good, good, good. Is, is this a special show for you? It is. Yeah, this is going to be my last show of Let's Get Radical. And we'll talk about that more in the end, but it's been a fantastic run. Absolutely. Um, You know, we have, you know, talked to so many cool people. um, But yeah, I definitely, you know, we'll talk about that at the end when we do a more formal sign off. But, you know, it's a little bittersweet, um, you know, but it's all good. It's all good. That's that's awesome. And today (laughs) we have another awesome guest. And our guest, we're going to talk about women in tech because, you know, there's so many women in tech, right, Liz? Um, I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I, I think that they are there. <laughs> but I don't think they get the, the media and the attention that they deserve. My Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I think that um, the, the issue I have with women in tech or that there there isn't enough of them is that um, it seems like there are a lot of barriers for them to get there, right? And so even though they're there, maybe their voices aren't heard the way they should be. But today, our guest is the CEO of a tech company in San Diego. And our guest today is Alessandra Lesma. And she is the CEO for Abacus Data Systems and, well, Abacus Next. And she joined Abacus Data Systems in 2013. And I actually had the opportunity to meet her a few weeks ago in La Jolla where they did this um, private cloud event. And it was pretty cool. But um, she... When she joined Abacus Next, um, they were really a legal case management software. And they've, or well, I should say they, she's moved her organization forward with the introduction of Abacus Private Cloud. And this has, um, this is new for them, right? So they took a historically, uh, a historically conservative industry, such as the legal industry, which I guess is kind of conservative, right? And they brought them private clouds. Um, mm. And what ama- is really amazing to me is that her leadership um, has shown 250% corporate growth and the addition of more than 100 talented employees, which Alessandra probably reports is her is her best accomplishment. So they've grown grown 250% with 100 employees. And I think it's even bigger than that now. So that's Amazing. like a formal bio. But, um, and she's looking to bring her private cloud into new industries such as the accounting industry as, as well as others. So um, before I say anything else, I'm going to welcome Alessandra to the show. And um, let's get talking to her. So welcome, Alessandra. Well, thank you so much, Jody and Liz. What an introduction. Um, you know, if you're ever into uh, crossing industries and, and uh, you want to uh, come over to the dark side, as I say, 
I'll have you introduce me any day. So uh, in all seriousness, <laughs> it's a delight to be here this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am uh, I am excited about Abacus Next and what we've been able to bring to market. And uh, I can't wait to tell a little bit of our story. Awesome. So, so let, before we get into Abacus Next, tell us a little bit about your story and how did you, were you always interested in tech? You know, sort of give us an overview of your career path. Well, um, you know, it's a, it's a funny thing. I don't know that I ever thought that I'd be leading a technology company per se. I went to school in uh, Madrid, Spain, and I'm the daughter to a bullfighter. So mm. I'm always very proud to say that my father was a bullfighter, and uh, growing up, I'm the middle child of five, um, three girls and two boys. He he really never made a difference as to who was a girl, who was a boy, treated us all equally, and, and really instilled in us um, a, uh, a culture of fight, and, and fight being that uh, no matter what your goals are, uh, as long as you have a clear understanding of what it's going to take and are ready to make the concessions necessary, uh, you will achieve that goal. And so uh, when wow. I went to school, I went to school for international marketing and uh, was having a ton of fun. And a friend approached me about a, a new MBA program that had an emphasis in technology. And um, given that I had always been very inquisitive and very challenging to status quo, they thought that I'd be a good fit for that program. And, and that was the first time that I ever fell in love with technology. And, and the reason for that was that um, in every application that I ever uh, studied, it, it, it always became the enabler, uh, the enabler uh, to life circumstances, the enabler, um, you know, to, to more efficiency, the enabler ultimately uh, to create new paths uh, into the future. And so uh, with that, I was, uh, I was lucky enough to work for uh, one of the largest conglomerates in, in, uh, in Europe, Alcatel Telecom, when uh, they had a, a little bit of a challenge rolling out one of their platforms. And here I go again, I'm going to totally date myself, uh, which, uh, which was a, um, a voice system, um, mm-hmm. uh, the Alcatel 44000, if I remember correctly, which was a PBX uh, system into new markets, very conservative markets, being uh, the financial market. And, and uh, they had gone above and beyond to create marketing materials and, and this and that and the other, and they had just not had any success. And, and so for me, I, I really wanted to make it all about the people and enable uh, people with this technology. And so I came up with, uh, with a thesis and uh, a project plan that truly uh, was geared towards uh, the delivery of best possible outcomes as opposed to features and services surrounding this product and had a tremendous amount of success with that and, and so was fortunate enough uh, to, uh, to engage then with uh, ComSat when ComSat International was formed as a result of the privatization of Inmarsat and Intelsat Satellite Consortiums. And uh, so back in the day, um, you know, when they privatized this satellite consortia, um, they, they didn't quite know how to continue to capitalize some of those assets. And, and having studied abroad, I understood that there were so many underserved markets that didn't have the 
resources and the reach into technology. So I proposed a, um, a project plan to take asymmetric Internet, dating myself there again, uh, into those underserved markets. And so I had a wonderful run uh, with ComSat, uh, ultimately formed ComSat International, which were teleports in underserved markets like Mexico, Guatemala, Venezuela, uh, Brazil, and, and such, and uh, brought Internet access to uh, very remote locations for folks to experiment. Uh, with uh, with technology and and uh, you know I truly found that that filled my heart and uh, it was the perfect combination for me in that uh, you know I was taking both passions of mine and and it was uh, you know the passion for technology and and also the passion for enabling people's lives and improving people's lives uh, that gave me that opportunity and uh, you know I'll very quickly fast forward uh, to my career and, and how I got to. Abacus Next in that um, every every venture that that uh, you know I've had an opportunity to collaborate in um, it's been my primary focus to ensure that uh, anything that is technology related uh, always takes the shape and form of a best possible outcome for you know for our audience for our client or uh, those who are uh, you know exposed. Uh, to challenges that can be solved with introducing technology. So Abacus Next for me has been uh, just one of the, the, you know, biggest joys in my life. And, and uh, a lot of what, um, what you said in the introduction is, is very true. Abacus Next is, uh, I like to call it, is a 35-year-old startup. And uh, as such, mm-hmm. uh, I was in the market for about 31 years. And uh, in that market, they basically were a, a, a software publisher uh, that created the very first case management, time billing, and accounting product for the legal industry. And um, as, as you may or may not know, uh, the legal industry, being uh, attorneys and, and uh, all legal professionals associated uh, with that profession, uh, were and have been uh, traditionally extremely challenged by a lack of resources and knowledge of technology. So uh, we had, uh, over the course of three decades, learned so much about these professionals and their challenges and, and uh, their needs to uh, catapult themselves into, you know, the year 2017 and, and truly leverage from technology. Uh, so uh, we, uh, we sent out a survey and, and touched over 250,000 legal professionals and received an overwhelming response truly overwhelming, over 68,000 responses. Mm. And, and if you can imagine, and I'm sure as you know, that sample is, is quite significant for a survey, um, it was truly a cry for help. And, uh, and that cry for help was my cue uh, to do what, uh, you know, what makes me thrive and gets me up in the morning, and that is uh, introduce technology solutions that enable people's lives. And, and so... You know, the rest is history. Uh, four years ago, uh, I brought in a number of very gifted individuals, engineers, and folks that I've uh, had the privilege of collaborating with in the past, and we built a product suite that uh, was designed from the ground up to be all-encompassing, uh, taking full ownership of our clients' technology outcomes, providing hardware, software, um, and uh, and uh, a full suite of software uh, tools 
to help bridge the gap of their, you know, challenges and requirements for technology, helping them to bring their uh, practice to a level of, uh, you know, competitiveness and, and efficiency. So, I'll stop to take a breath now. <laughs> wow, very cool, very cool. So, I, so many questions. <laughs> but we're we're gonna before we continue, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna continue talking to Alessandra um, all about her experience at Abacus Next. So stay tuned. <laughs> From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is Alessandra Lazama. She's a CEO of Abacus Data Systems. Um, Abacus, Abacus Next. I don't know why I'm looking at Abacus Data Systems. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a new name, Abacus Next, or new, right? It's um, a new brand, exactly. Okay. It's, it's our new, new brand, Abacus new Next. Brand, Abacus Next. So, I, you know, in the in the... Earlier segment, you were talking about sort of your story and, and bringing technology to people who don't have them, which I think is amazing because that obviously oper- uh, you know offers up so many opportunities for people who don't have that. 
Um, you know, and I, I I'm, and you started in the legal field, and I'm I'm so interested in in hearing about how you're going to pivot to the accounting industry. And and so how how do you do that? I mean, obviously you're very successful in in the legal industry. How do you leverage that experience and move into a new market? Well, that's a great question. And and I'll start out by saying that uh, we have learned so much about the professional services sector uh, through our experience in the legal industry for over the, the three decades that most of the needs and challenges transfer over to many other professions that like attorneys have in an incredible, uh, you know, burden to operate at a level of efficiency with security, confidentiality, uh, uh, you know, ethics, very high ethics, uh, to, to their profession, and yet are incredibly challenged with uh, a lack of resources that, uh, you know, inhibit their ability to ultimately incorporate technologies that will make them efficient and deliver on their clients' expectations. So a little bit of damage you you don't, right? So um, there are so so many similarities in, uh, you know, the pain points that attorneys and accounting professionals have on their day-to-day basis, and, uh, you know, primarily they simply don't have the time, nor do they have the expertise to wrap their brain around all of the, the plethora of technology platforms and, and solutions and software products uh, that are out there to incorporate them and make them truly work for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, technology can be overbearing. Technology can be paralyzing as much as technology can be an enabler. And it really takes someone to understand how to bring all the pieces together and converge those technologies to make one comprehensive solution that a an accounting professional can truly leverage from. So when we designed Abacus Private Cloud, it, 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 the, you know, the design was from the ground up thought out to be an environment and framework that could ultimately take full ownership for the technology outcome of our clients, including that CIO as a service, uh, the deployment and, and, uh, you know, convergence of all of their piecemeal technologies into a single sign-on, two-factor authenticated virtual workspace that they could dynamically expand and contract as their practice requirements dictate. So it, it's a it's a uh, all-in type solution. We didn't jump in with one foot. We jumped in with both feet, and because we have data center operations in our background and we have security uh, engineering in our background and because of the people that make, uh, you know, Atticus Next as great a company as it is today, we're able to transition our Atticus private cloud solutions into this new market for us and deliver 
accounting solutions for professionals that can fully now afford uh, enterprise class technology and that can also, um, uh, you know, uh, enjoy the peace of mind that having a an onboard CIO brings. So can that, you tell us a little bit? Answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about how your company has grown over like the last three years or the last few years? Because I think that that's really special and um, our listeners need to hear about it. Well, and it's my favorite story to tell. I, uh, <laughs> I oftentimes tell the story of my first day at Abacus. Uh, and, and back then it was simply Abacus. Uh, data systems, and uh, I was employee number 29, so I walked into a 5,300-square-foot um, office that uh, did not have a, uh, a conference room, but yet we made uh, we made use of a uh, storage closet as a conference room and projected onto a window and the vertical blinds, if you can get a visual for that. And as we sat there and uh, studied and researched that survey that re- I referenced prior, uh, we brainstormed and came up with the blueprint of Abacus Private Cloud and, and the Go Forward uh, all-encompassing product portfolio. And, and so from there, uh, we set out to build Abacus Private Cloud. We launched it to market, and, and six months later, we were... Uh, really having to hire folks to man our call center because we had recognized that we were only able to take seven out of every 10 calls because the demand for the services were so high. And so um, it, it was truly exhilarating to uh, to uh, see and, and attest to uh, the positive response that the market had to the product suite. And uh, as such, we recruited the best of the very best in technology, engineers, support folks. I remember having to, uh, you know, sit down with my CTO and, and think about how are we going to hire 12 and 18 people for a call center right off the bat when traditional and conventional hiring methods, uh, you know, at best, allow you to hire three to five people in <laughs> any given 30 days. And so we came up right. with a new concept of mass hiring events. And, and so we have now made it into our norm, and, and it's a very successful methodology. But uh, primarily we, we uh, you know, made a public call out to, uh, to San Diegans and uh, technology enthusiasts to come and learn more about our, uh, our vision and uh, to enable folks with uh, technology. And, and we started to recruit literally by the dozens of engineers and technology enthusiasts. And, and before we knew it, I was, uh, you know, employee number 29, and then we were 120. And we had established departments of support and, and uh, network operating centers uh, designed specifically to be, um, you know, that point of contact for our clients. And as, as we grew very quickly, of course, uh, you know, there comes uh, angel investors and venture capitalists and growth equity firms that came knocking on our door. And, and we had, uh, you know, the, the perfect opportunity to uh, marry up. And I always 
you know, believe that relationships are very much like a marriage. Uh, marry up with Providence Private Equity, who has been an extraordinary um, uh, institutional investor for Abacus Next that has enabled us to pursue the vision and incorporate uh, the, uh, you know, the talented individuals that have helped us uh, so, grow the company. So they came to you as opposed to you right. going to them for funding, or how did that Absolutely. work? Absolutely. Absolutely, our process was uh, was out of this, uh, out of the ballpark. But we had 26 firms that came knocking at our door. That uh, then uh, we vetted to 12, and and then uh, you know down to six. And um, Providence, who was actually the third highest uh, bidder to invest in the company, uh, was selected due to the people factor that uh, I'm so keen to. And that is, you know, people do business with people they like and they trust. And for us, the whole people factor was very important. Our company is founded, uh, you know, on on very uh, solid principles uh, that surround our, our, uh, you know, our thought process behind enabling people. And that starts with us. So we've always said that. It's important to assist and help our clients improve their lives, but in order to do that efficiently, we have to improve our own lives first. So that and how big, big are limit. you today? Excuse me. How big are you today? What's your employee count well, today? We are three hundred and sixty-eight employees as of today, and we're very proud to report that we have a point of presence uh, in Toronto, in London, uh, in Virginia. And in Palmdale, in addition to our headquarters that are in San Diego, we have five data centers around the world uh, with geograph, uh, you know, geographic redundancies. And, uh, you know, we've, uh, we've more than tripled in size year after year. And when I say that, people typically ask me, is it top line, bottom line, or, you know, what? And I always say all of the above. Uh, and but more importantly, what we have grown is our, our, our reach into the professional services sector. So we have over 250,000 uh, clients worldwide, and, and we have currently uh, come into the accounting sector with a tremendous uh, success. And, and uh, you know, we're very eager to continue to contribute and learn more about the very specific requirements of the accounting profession. But we believe that we're well equipped and, and we have an extraordinary value proposition to uh, bring to the table. So we're very excited. Awesome. So yeah, I was going to say awesome. So that's some crazy growth. That yeah, intense. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue talking to Alessandra uh, all about leadership and more. So stay tuned. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. 
Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold, and you are listening to Let's Get Radical. And our guest today is Alessandra Lezema of Abacus next. And before we get talking back with her, I do have to give a quick shout out to Intuit, who is our sponsor for our show today. So thank you, Intuit. Um, So what was really cool for me is I actually got to spend some time with Alessandra a couple of weeks ago, and um, she's amazing to me. And what I think is so amazing about her story is, first of all, she's a woman CEO of a tech company, which um, is not your average everyday place. And yet, you know, she's doing it phenomenally. And I guess the other side of it, too, is is that um, when she said in her last segment that the investors came to her, so she didn't go begging for money to expand her company. They came to her. And so, Alessandra, could you tell us a little bit about what it's like to be a woman CEO of a big tech company where people come to you with money? Absolutely. And, uh you know, I've never really viewed myself as a woman CEO. I view myself as a CEO. And if I were ever to um, give advice uh, to upcoming women in STEM is uh, the viewpoint needs to be very personal to you, not so much because you're a woman or a man um, or, you know, because of your ethnic and or any other type of characteristic trait, but rather what's in your heart. And, and so I'm a big proponent of women in tech. And, and so the experience of having uh, investors come to me and always pose the question, 
what makes you unique as a female CEO really gave me a lot to think about. And, and really what, what, uh, it was like is, uh, you know, being in, uh, in a candy store and, and looking at all the options around me and, and really not, not having, uh, enough time and or willpower to resist, uh, uh, you know, taking a, a, a sneak taste of every candy. Uh, the process uh, was very similar to just a uh, you know a plethora of uh, of new ideas, and uh, certainly I was uh, under the microscope of all these folks asking questions and really wanted to understand what it was that made our company unique, and, and more importantly, why they would continue on the process to support and back a female CEO. And, and so to that point, I'll say that leadership has a lot to do with uh, where your heart lies. And, and for me, um, I take my personal values and I apply them to everything I do, including how I lead and how I manage an organization. So from our perspective, you know, Abacus Next, I like to say, is a company with heart. And the reason for that is, you know, if, if you walk through uh, the office and, and you take a minute to talk to anyone that you come across in the hallway, uh, you'll note that people really genuinely care. They care about each other. They care about uh, the vision, the mission, and, and most importantly, they care about the best possible outcomes of our clients. And so that transcends in everything we do. That touches every process. Everything centric around caring and ensuring that whatever we touch, whether it be a technical process, whether it be a, uh, a sales call, a provisioning turn up, or simply an inquiry from a client is with our client's best interests in mind. And at the same time, we're always very concerned with doing good by both parties. So um, I think that this was very attracting uh, or attractive to the investors. Uh, you know, the, the number one missed factor in Wall Street is the people factor. And, and I remember using that phrase over and over again in the interviews with these investors. And, and ultimately, uh, what they figured out real quick was that it, it, the investment was important to us because we recognized that it would allow us to soar and reach more of, of those professionals that, that uh, we wanted to help. But it, it was not going to be a determining factor uh, that weighed more than the, the principle behind the investment. So I think that we were very lucky to vet as many investors as we did and, and really find the, uh, you know, the perfect uh, match for us. And in Providence, we have found a, a team of folks that truly believe in our vision, that support our methodologies are that share our core values, which are very important and dear to our hearts at Abacus Next, and uh, have uh, you know I've not looked back and and thought that that wasn't the best decision, not only for Abacus Next and all of us here at Abacus Next, but rather for our clients in the go forward uh, you know realm of opportunities. So if you had like word of advice for um, women who want to get involved in tech, um, what would you what would you say to them from being a leader and being, you know, kind of working your way up as well? I would say build your castle up in the clouds 
and be sure to keep your foundation down in the ground. And, and to me, what that means is you've got to be a dreamer. You've got to dream. You've got to see it. You've got to touch it. You've got to feel it. You've got to have it for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. If you don't see it, you're never going to get there. So, and, and truly, don't get distracted by the noise. It's so easy to get distracted by noise. And with, by noise, I mean everything, what people think of you, whether they, they're a supporter, whether they're a lover or a hater, whether you know, they believe you can make it or not. That's the noise. So once you have a dream, right, which is the first right. Uh, phase of planning, then you have to reverse engineer down to where you are, and that's the foundation, that's the ground. You've got to have your feet both on the ground, and then you've got to identify a plan. You've got to have a plan, and the plan doesn't have to be perfect. It's simply a blueprint, and, and all you have to do is measure your daily success putting one foot in front of the other. You don't have to leap. You don't have to look, you know, to compare yourself to others. You just have to beat your own personal record every single day. That's what I always say. Don't take side steps. Take front steps. One step in front of the other. And, and be honest with yourself. And, and I think that one of the virtues that if, you know, if, that I really thought hard about when I, I was asked the question over and over again, what does it mean to be a woman CEO? What does it mean to be a woman CEO? I think that one of the virtues of being a woman in a leadership position is the fact that we are so multi-talented in so many ways, and, <laughs> and, and, and we can multitask, and we have so much love to give, and we're just, you know, innate protectors, and we are, uh, you know, we, there's just so much in our DNA that can transcend and, and touch so many people in organizations that truly, you know, the, the best and, and most compelling reason that I do what I do is because at the end of the day, I can always say that I impacted someone's life in a positive way. And, and so that brings me joy and, and that gets me up in the morning as opposed to keeping me up at night, right? So um, I always said, when you come to work, you've got to know that that's where your passion lives because you can't be extraordinary at something you're not passionate about. So find mm-hmm. passion. Build your castle in the dream, build your dream in the, up in the clouds, right, as, as your castle up in the clouds, and then be very realistic, keep your feet flat on the ground, and recognize where you are, make the plan, stick to the plan, tweak the plan as many times as it takes, and don't get caught up with the noise. Go for it. That's awesome advice. I love that so much. Um you know, I, I'm curious. You know, what is a what's a typical day like for you? What are you What are you spending your time on? Do you have a wow. typical day? I guess I should ask. <laughs> is that on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday? Well, you know, I. I've got two jobs. I've got my CEO job, and then I've got my mom role. Well, that's not true. And then I've got my daughter uh, job, right? And then i got my friend job. So um, I truly try and, and live each day to the fullest and touch all of my commitments and, and you know, responsibilities, but more importantly, live profusely. And I think my days typically start around 4 or 4.30 in the morning. And like Whoa. I said, uh, what I do is my great passion, so it gets me up in the morning. I'm always excited and, and filled with energy early in the morning. And, um, you know, that's, that, 
typically when I do most of my creative thought is in mm. that, in that uh, you know, moment of zen, if you will, early in the morning. And then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very close to my son. And to me, that morning uh, routine before he goes off to school is very important. So I share that moment with him. And as soon as he's off to school, then I'm uh, off to be a CEO. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the roller coaster ride begins because there's always ups and downs in every day. But I enjoy it and, uh, you know, I work through it and collaborate with my team. I'm in the office. Uh, we have an open uh, office space, so it's a collaborative uh, setup. And I enjoy saying hello to everyone and tackling challenges as they uh, arise on a day-to-day basis and, and truly keep everyone thriving. And, and, you know, with that, I'll say that I ensure that my everyday touches every four points of my quadrant, and that is that I have a personal gain, professional gain, financial gain, and to ensure and always stay within a thriving uh, spectrum. And, and as long as I can touch all those four areas of a quadrant, I think that I've uh, done a good job for the day. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds like a really full day. Um, <laughs> 4.30, wow. <laughs> Good. That's good. I mean, that's what you hear. A lot of CEOs, they get up early. That's when the magic happens for a lot of people, I think. Um, so, the birds thank are chirping. They inspire me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I don't, um, I think we need to get ready to go to break. But, Alessandra, how can people get in touch with you and Abacus next? Well, uh, Liz and, and Jody, first, thank you so much for the gracious time you've, you've uh, allowed me to spend with you here. And they can always email me at A-L-E-Z-A-M-A at abacusnext.com. Uh, they can, uh, you know, go to our website and uh, submit forms that, uh, that help guide them through their points of uh, inquiry and or curiosity. Uh, they could also call my cell phone at 858-357-6930 or shoot me a quick text. This is my lifeline, and people always say, be careful what you wish for. Um, you know, I've never looked back and, and not enjoyed a conversation that I've had with anyone. I learn from people every day. Uh, so I certainly welcome any questions and uh, any follow-up to either my cell phone and or my, uh, my email. Awesome. I think you're the first CEO who's ever given us their cell phone on air. So (laughs) thank you very much for that, everybody. Thank you for spending some of your time with us. It's it's my favorite part of the job. You know, crunching numbers is part of my job as a CEO and financial statements and all of that. But my favorite part of the job is the people, uh, you know, factors. So I enjoy uh, sharing uh, stories and I enjoy learning from people every day. That's one of the uh, ways that I ensure always to stay thriving. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Thank when we come both. back, we will uh, finish out the show. So stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Paydar. And we're closing out the show today because this is my last episode. <laughs> oh, uh, no, Liz. <laughs> yeah, we've had a really great run, you know, and um, Let's Get Radical is moving forward in a new formation, which, you know, I'm sure we'll talk to you about in the coming days, or Jody will talk to, to you about in the coming days and weeks. Um, but we, we've done some amazing interviews. We've really rocked, we rock the radio, as our producer would say. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Liz, I made a list of a bunch yeah. of different shows. So, um, I'm going to ask you some of your thoughts on them, and hopefully, you can remember <laughs> to wait, remember when, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a test. So, right. absolutely. And you know, yeah. our show has been on for almost a year and a half. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so the first trip down memory lane is, do you remember Wesley Bright of the Honeybees? Yeah, I do. I totally do. He was on LeBron um, uh, James's show, the uh, like the entrepreneur show. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but I saw him on the show, and I was like, we need to get talk to him because he actually, I remember this because he was up against, it was like some challenge and he was up against this, these other entrepreneurs and he was actually offered money 
to build out his business and he decided not to take it. <laughs> right. He said no. <laughs> and I was like, I want to talk to that guy. So, um, yeah, he came on the show and he talked about his business of creating honey and how he was getting into skincare. And I think he, he's actually still doing that. Um, Yes, pops and, up in my feed every once and in a while. I think it was in Akron, Ohio, which we, we had yes. a hard time with. Yes, he was in Akron, Ohio. Yeah, I do remember him. Great. That was a great show. That was a good show. So then yeah. um, we talked to millennial experts. Do you remember Smiley Pulswalski? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I don't remember much about that interview, but I do remember that. I do remember him. And actually, I just recently had a um, get together at my house and somebody came up to me and was like, you know, I really like your show. And I really I like that interview with Smiley. And I was like, oh, OK. You know, I mean. I think he did give a lot of tips about millennials in the workplace and how to engage them and how do you find your passion? Because I think he was sort of like had, you know, he turned 25 or something and he was like, what am I doing with my life? And, you know, and that spurred him. I think that's the story. I don't know. I don't want to start rumors on the radio, but, you know, go back to the archives and listen, you know. (laughs) Right. Then we had um, doing time with Koss Martin. And I think we were supposed to sign up online and start the prison workout. Did you ever do that, Liz? I did sign up. Okay. You can do it on demand. It's five bucks. And I did maybe like two workouts and I was like, man, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. This is hard, but I will say he actually blew up in the way you know, it was for Cosmart. He was, he did the, um, con body workout, which started in the lower East side in New York. And you know, the, his story is that he was in prison because he was this big drug guy. And the doctor said, if you don't lose weight and get in shape, you're going to basically die. So he started doing workouts in the in his prison cell. And then when he came out, he started this business, which basically became a boutique studio fitness, you know, situation. So he I mean, he's actually blown up. Like, I know he's doing like weekends in Costa Rica with people. And he's got like, you know, he was in Saks Fifth Avenue. I think like he's really like his business is really grown. So yes, that was one. I loved that interview with him. Yeah, I thought that was a really good interview. And yeah, I, I so now I'm going to take it to the other side. And there was tax talk with um, <laughs> with uh, Kelly Phillips or from Forbes. Remember that tax court I do. talk? Yes. That was you no know me. I'm all about tax. January. And I basically sat back for that one and let you guys go to town because I'm like, you guys are talking about tax. I'm not, you know, we're talking about it was in January. The new administration had just come in. You know, everybody, everybody was all you know. Um, so yeah, she's a good one to follow on Forbes for sure. Right. Right. So, um, then we had, um, kickstart your gaming project with, um, Whitney Beltran. Remember her? She had like the crazy Kickstarter. Yes. Raised like hundreds of thousands of dollars. She was amazing. Yes. And she also talks about, um, you know, gaming and, you know, sort of like the minority, like supporting minorities in gaming. And like that, we talked about that too, because there's a lot of like, for women, I know there's a lot of sexism in gaming. So yeah, she was, she was also another really interesting, interesting person um, doing a multitude, like so many different projects around Um, that. Yeah, and we can't forget Hot Diggity Dog with Jill Nelson, <laughs> who told us all about her dog walking wow. business. Wow, you really are just picking them from all over the place, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, I've met her at an event, and, you know, she she's done a variety of things. And, yeah, Hot Diggity Dog franchise started in Portland, Oregon, where I am, and now, you know, she's running the thing up in Seattle, and 
um, yeah, they got a nice little operation there. So. And we did have a live event at the AICPA yeah. um, Engage event. So we have to give a quick shout out to uh, First Global and CCH for our live event, which was yeah. phenomenal. It was so yeah. fun. Yes. Yeah. And now I'm going to take us way back to remember our ABC correspondent, Richard Davis, where I think we were both so terrified. Yeah, he he was like professional radio guy and he was our first guest. I mean, he was really super great. I mean, we couldn't have probably asked for a better first guest because he just like basically carried the show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got that nice radio voice, you know, too, that just made it so much, you know, easier. But um, yeah, I mean, we've had a ton of really, really cool. I mean, Manjeet Minhas from um, Dragon's Den, we've had on the show, you know, who talks about her beer and spirits empire. Um, Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's close. It's close to like 70 shows we did. So I... I'm yeah. just amazed at how many shows we did and how different they all were. And, and, and yeah. it's really been fun, Liz. It's been a great time oh, um, working with you on Let's Get Radical and doing the podcast. And it, it's just been awesome. So I I'm, I am so happy for you. And as you move on to do different things and Let's Get Radical still going to be around, it's just going to change its face a little bit. Yeah. So. And that's all good, you know, and it, the exciting thing is you have a book coming out very soon, right? In October, then maybe Absolutely. next month. Uh, and I have a chapter in that book and, um, you know, I am doing multiple different writing and editing projects and you know I am around on the internet so find me you can contact me at liz at rhinogirlmedia.com it's just all spelled out that way and I don't know what else well and you can still reach us if you have an idea for the show or you want to be on the show at Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org so It's been awesome, Liz, and I wish you the best in in your future, and I can't wait to be back with the rest of our air, our followers, um, in a couple of weeks or so. Awesome. Well, have a fun time, and it's been a great experience. Jody. thank you so much. Voice America, thank you so much. You guys have been awesome producers, and yeah, catch us on the flip side. (laughs) We'll see you soon. And we'll be on iTunes for a while. Yes. Okay. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Radical.